Hello, and welcome to episode number 14 of season three. They keep rolling right along. I am Michael Abney. I'm one of your hosts of Empower Podcast. I'm joined today with a couple of uh, special people. Yes, one is... of them is my co-host. Yes, Marilyn Egan. I'm so glad that we're here again today. Yes. And the other amazing person that we brought in with us today is Tracy Whittingham. So hey, happy to be here with you all today. Thank you. Yay. I'm so glad you're here. So we're just going to jump right in. Let's do it. Yeah. I Just tell us a little bit about you and what brought you to us and us to you, and then we'll just go from there. Sure. I am primarily a teacher of movement. Um, I also do a little bit of energy work, and I lead workshops on movement and meditation. Um, I share energy work in those workshops, and I have one uh, coming up on embodiment, which I am super excited about. Yes, yes. Embodiment. Embodiment. So to to yeah. me, I'm thinking it's embodying our authentic self. You want to expand a little bit more? For sure. I see it very similarly. Um, you know, kind of aligning with who you are at a soul level and then being able to step into the power of that as you walk um, through each moment, right? Yes, yes. So... I love, love, love your classes. They're very unique. Yes, for so sure. So can, can you tell us a little bit about the intention of the movements you use in your classes? Because they are different, and I feel it. Sure. But I don't have words to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've been teaching fitness since 2006. So I started as a personal trainer and then um, did my yoga teacher training in 2008. Um, since then, taught bar for five years, which is based a little bit in uh, dance, rehabilitative dance. Mm -hmm. And then um, about three and a half years ago, I discovered um, a yoga fusion class called Booty Yoga. It's B-U-T-I. And I saw it in a very short uh, sped up video on Instagram and was instantly attracted to the movement. And so I started exploring um, like online videos and live classes, uh, found one the next weekend in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, where I was going to be visiting with my sister, went to a live class and then um, started attending like a weekly live class down in uh, the city. So my friend Holly teaches booty down in the city. But it's a fusion of yoga with lots of different types of dance mm -hmm. um, and plyometrics, lots of dynamic movement. So um, it's a little bit hard to explain, but we literally move the body in every possible way. So we're moving in every direction. We're moving at every pace. And then there's some really like hard driving kind of masculine movements in the practice. And there's also very like feminine flowy, um, 
movements, lots of like circling and spiraling, um, kind of reminiscent of Kundalini. Yes. So it's, yeah, it's um, something very unique and different from other yoga classes where the instructor is usually walking around the room and guiding um, and just kind of watching the students, I do the entire practice. So we're all like moving together and sweating together, which creates this feeling of community. Mm-hmm. Um, but the practice itself is a really big release um, and almost feels like an activation every time you do it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I have not. I have not attended a lot yet. I'd actually experienced booty with someone that you trained, or yes, yes, Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and loved the feeling because I. I mean, I too taught aerobics for a long time. I, I did the gym. I used to run. I used to do all kinds of different things. And this was yet. And I've done lots of different kinds of yoga, but this was yet very different, but something my body was calling for hugely. And so I love your description because I feel the blending of the masculine feminine energies moving together, which is what's happening out in our energetic world right now. Yes. That was my question. So when did this come about? So it's, it's been, um, around for a while. Uh, I can't remember exactly what year she like formally started the practice, but when I saw it, Um, even just seeing that short little video, I was like instantly drawn to it. And then once I started like feeling the practice in my body, I knew it was something that I needed. So I intuitively knew that other people needed it because I needed it. Right. And I think it was that connection to like us, you know, coming back to that feminine like way mm-hmm. of being. Um, and also even that community element yes. is something that we have gotten away from, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. Like people are feeling more like isolated and lonely. And, um, you know, there's, we want it even when we don't recognize it. Yes. It looks really fun. It is so fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is I so fun. Stuff, but she was our. She was on our second podcast. Yes. yes, yes, she was. I know that. <laughs> she was. Yeah, yeah. And Jackie, her mom, has fallen yeah. in love with the practice. Jackie is my yes. like Reiki mama. She's the one that I go to for and energy work. I'm her Reiki I mama. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like my Reiki grandma. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> Why does everything we talk about come back to Reiki? Seriously, no, we we do like, have to talk about that. We sometime. need to do a podcast on that. Yeah, like why? Because every guest so we have, powerful. some sort of something or another at the very beginning of it was Reiki. Like for wow. me, it was yeah, Pat. Kind of what opens you up to yeah. what you really are talented and gifted, and then enhances whatever it is you are drawn to. There's do. something about that. Yes, there is. So yeah. we'll t- we We're will discuss dive. that. <laughs> note. Um, yeah, yeah. Note to self. When I yeah. listen back, I'll make a little note. Right. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to bring up, though, when you were talking about the difference of yoga where the instructor is going around and correcting your body, what I love, because 
I, I think I'm probably the oldest person in your classes right now. I don't know. I have a lady who comes regularly who is 78 years old. Oh, wow. Well, I haven't seen her yet. She is amazing. <laughs> her name is Joanna, and she's Asian, and she's the cutest thing. And one of the things okay. that she specifically loves about the practice, she pulled me aside after class and said she feels like it makes her brain work better. Because we're doing those, like, contralateral movements, yes. right? Like, right arm, left leg. You're doing something with your feet. You're doing mm -hmm. something different with your arms. And she said she has noticed that, which I thought even that awareness was so special, right? Yes, and I totally agree with that. The other piece I love is you give us freedom. Like, if our body feels like it needs to move this way and, you know, you're going this way, or not bend quite as far, or to move this, you give us the freedom to do what For our sure. body's telling us to do. For sure. I really encourage the clients to connect to their bodies mm -hmm. in the movement, um, both by noticing like how it's feeling, but I also kind of make it a point to look at myself in the mirror instead of looking around the room because I want to encourage everybody else to do the same thing so that people are actually like looking at themselves in the mirror, like intentionally seeing themselves while they're practicing. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I don't really talk that much about that, but it's just this Maybe subtle thing. Maybe this is the perfect thing. time to talk about that. Cause that's, <laughs> yes. that's so, cause immediately when you said that, I was like, Ooh, no, I can't like, no. But when I do weights, I have to, otherwise sure. I can't align myself. So, sure. but when you're all jiggling around and everything's flying around and when you're doing yoga and stuff, like <laughs> that would be, that would be. So it's, it's not just about them looking at themselves in the mirror. It's about them being in their own space. So yeah. for me, like just like honing in on myself, sometimes eyes open, sometimes eyes closed. Right. Mm -hmm. So I am like basically just I'm in my own little world <laughs> yeah. while I'm teaching and leading. And then it allows everybody else to be in their own space at the mm -hmm. same time, um, whether they're looking or their eyes are closed. And I've even said at the beginning of class, if something feels super awkward and like you're worried about whether you're doing it right or not, just close your eyes and think about how it feels in your body. Don't worry about how it looks in the mirror. So. Yes, that's what I love. That's what I love. But it is interesting. It's got that kundalini um, feel and energy about it. But when I do kundalini yoga, my eyes are closed. It's rare that I open my eyes during a kundalini practice. Yeah. But this one, I was watch. I was looking in the mirror, just like oh. I forgot my body could move that way. You know? For sure. And it was pretty um, amazing going, I can do this. I can move in that way. It's just been a long time because it's different than anything I've ever done before. Sure. Does it bring up emotions in pe for people? Mm -hmm. For sure. For so, sure. You know, like mm -hmm. I grew up, I was overweight when I was growing up. So like even today, like I still sometimes if I'm not focusing, I still see fat kid. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah. when I was saying, Ooh, that's what I was really referring to is like people bring all of their whatever to the class 
to. I'm so glad you said this. <laughs> yeah. And this is another uh-huh. thing that I don't talk about very much because I really want everybody to have their own experience in the practice. And I try to understand that not everyone's experience will be the same as mine. But um, I know that it has changed the way that people feel about their bodies significantly. Mm-hmm. Some people have had that experience. Um, I wear really short, tight shorts (laughs) when I (laughs) teach it. Um, And while I, you know, try to stay away from talking about, like, the idea of perfection in a body, like, I let it jiggle. Like, I've got cellulite on my legs. I'm not afraid to show that or for other people to see it or notice it. And I'm at the front of the room. Like, everybody's eyes are on me. So there is an element of really encouraging this, like, self-love. Right? Like, right where you're at. In the practice. Yes. Yes. Not, like, to do it to get somewhere to be happy about it. For sure. Just happy now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I smile a lot when I'm teaching. Yes, a you lot. do. <laughs> I love that too. It encourages other people to smile. Yeah. When you are. And or to we, be playful, right? Yes, just to have Light-hearted, fun. Lighthearted. Enjoy it. Like, it's just movement, right? It's mm-hmm. just exercise. <laughs> but it's accessing something much deeper. Yes. Because mm-hmm. the, gift, sure. the gift of being comfortable in your, or in your own skin oh. is extraordinary. It's huge. I think, well, I'm not always in a, in that space, but I am a lot of the, lot of the time, and it feels amazing, and empowering. But it's all it's come from a a past, you know. It's like that's so. Do you have that too? Like, what's your motivation for, or what in your life caused this? Yeah. Um. Because it's so spe- it's so specific. So a couple things. Um. I think that the the fitness culture is heavy on achieving like that perfect mm-hmm. body, right? And a lot of the motivation for moving isn't about um, finding freedom in your body and in yourself. And that is why I love this movement because and I, t- I do talk about that quite a bit. Like, freedom is one of my words. Um, and, like, I really encourage people to have fun and find freedom in their movement because I know that as they do that, they'll find more freedom in their life. And I have seen it over and over and over again. Um, so coming from that background of teaching these classes that were very, like, everything was very tight and controlled and small movements or um, really like just that kind of one plane of motion, repetitive, you know, thing. It was really about pulling in and booty is about expansion. Like this, this movement is about opening and it was an opening for me. Um, And that, is the second thing. So like seeing myself um, in a new way through this practice um, and then also like 
opening up the kundalini kind of sent me on a little spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found the practice about three and a half years ago and then um, got certified and started teaching it. And then about two and a half years ago, I had a, a reading with a medium, mm-hmm. um, Thomas John. Oh, yes. From uh, New York. He's, mm-hmm. I guess, known as the Manhattan medium. So he was in town and I had a reading with him and um, my mom came through. And, and a lot of people oh. came through, but my mom passed when I was five. And um, so, like, Booty kind of opened me up to a world outside of the physical. <laughs> and you just gave me For the first time everywhere. Um, I was definitely living in a very physical place. Now, I would have considered myself more spiritual than religious, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But there was a whole other world of energy <laughs> that I didn't know anything about. And so... Like, there was something about that practice that opened me up to that world. And then things just started happening, you know, after that. And after the reading? It was, it was like finding booty, finding that movement. And then here comes the reading. And that was like, oh, my gosh, like, mind-blown, pivotal, changing moment. Like, I always trusted that our loved ones are around us. But, like, I felt very, very strongly that he was connecting. I mean, he he got a mother energy, said she's from the South. He said Virginia. I said West Virginia. He said, I'm getting two mother energies for you. I said, yes. He said, a mom and a stepmom. I said, yes. He said, who had the cancer? I said, my biological mother. He said, who's Paula? I said, that's my stepmom. I mean, it was like that, too. It was like bam, wow. bam, bam, bam. And so that, um, on top of, like, just being open, right? Booty opened me up. But then Thomas <laughs> kind of, like, Came right on blew. <laughs> yeah, he blew my mind. Yeah, it blew, and that whole world just started like opening up for me. So, and that's when I started getting energy work, and um, you know, the rest is history. Huh? Yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's fabulous. But I do think you're right. We there has to be this piece that opens you up before you can really receive those messages in that way and in such clarity and quickness. And that's really beautiful that this physical work brought you to that space. Yes, for sure. For sure. Did it that... took it to another level. Like I was, I've always been a seeker, right? Mm-hmm. Like looking for opportunities to expand, grow. Um, like that has definitely been part of my life. Um, but yeah, this was life changing. For me. And that's Mm -hmm. why I love, love sharing the practice with other people. 
And I have clients who come to me and, um, you know, they're so, like, grateful for the movement because it helps them get through really tough things in their lives. It helps them to feel more empowered. Um, and it wakes you up, shakes shakes things loose. <laughs> Do you think that that moment when you connected with the, the medium, did that it feels like a targeted, like sort of healing for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. It went right to the thing. Like it, oh, <laughs> yeah. before this podcast, yes. you guys were working on my shoulder and Marilyn just went right to the thing. So that's the, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Yes, yeah. for it's, sure. So, I mean, I, so, um, cause that le- like I was having five. A, do you even remember? Not really. No. So you I just mean, have memories of your stepmom? Mostly. Yeah. Um, it still had to leave a mark though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And mostly because um, it was so heartbreaking um, for my dad that he couldn't talk about it and he couldn't talk about her. So, like, I grew up not talking about my mother, you know. So a lot of the work that I have done with Jackie energetically has been healing work. I mean, it's. And so, so powerful. And opening up everything to communicate about emotions, period. Yeah. Because if he couldn't talk about that, he probably couldn't tap into any emotions because he was afraid it would trigger that. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah. And it goes hand in hand. So, wow. So. Have you noticed big shifts in just your ability to communicate since all of this started? I've always been a pretty good communicator. Because you grew up in the lack of it. Right. But in that deep and I in was, that deep way. I was the big sister. Oh. So I had to I kind of took on the role of, you know, Mom. caring for my younger sister, even though she's not much younger than me. But even she would say that. She would totally agree. Um, and she was a little more shy. I'm definitely an extrovert. She's more on the introverted side. And, um, so, you know, sometimes I was her voice too. Um, but I've always been really expressive, but I think that my mom was that way. And I remember like having conversations with my dad and my stepmom would tell me that he would say to her it feels like I'm talking to Sally that was my mom oh so weird is is your stepmom transitioned too yes okay so they're both with me and they're telling me that they co-parented you together yeah you're not the first person who's told me that (laughs) like there was something medical uh, they had an agreement with each other because there was something medical with the stepmom that she couldn't have kids or something. She just didn't. And she, I mean, it was like I did a lot myself. Yeah. yeah. And I've even. Um, Your mom says that you're the spitting image of her, though. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she has. The funny thing is I look so much like her in the face, but I have blonde hair, blue eyes. She's dark brown hair and brown eyes. Ah. Yeah. And my sister looks a lot like her too. So, but yeah, I mean like smile and stuff for sure. 
<laughs> That's, that is so powerful. Hmm. You, see, you love them so much, like your energies connect. They walk around with you yes. all the time, don't they? Yes. You feel them now? They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing. It was kind of like, so, um, you know, like, here's Booty, which kind of, like, wakes me up. And then here's Thomas. And then I, like, started seeing, like, repetitive numbers. And, I mean, it was, like... <laughs> One thing after another, after another, after another, um, and were yeah, the I same totally eleven they... forty four over and, and over. over and over. <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to talk to you For sure. direct, and do you communicate? Do you open up and communicate with them directly now? Yeah. So okay. yeah, I mean, it's um, I just started like channeling a little bit through automatic writing mm-hmm. um and like I wasn't guided to do that other than I was like meditating one day and my journal was sitting on the table and like my so I should say with like booty kind of stirring that kundalini energy when I meditate my body moves all over the place so I energy moves through me like you guys should just like video me meditating sometimes <laughs> it is we can do wild. that, we can do that. <laughs> yes it is yes. wild like I have so much like involuntary body it's more like so my head will like spiral Mm-hmm. My whole body will like move around. Sometimes it moves in this like literally figure eight. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, it is. I'm seeing it all before you say it because you're. Yeah. They're trying to. You have. You have an energy. Uh, it's not just one. <laughs> like Pleiadian star seed. Yeah, there's something big trying to come through you. Wow. Yeah. Are you aware of that? No, not really. Yeah. Maybe this is why we're. Maybe this is why you're here. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Very, very, very old soul energy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I definitely get that. Yeah. And I don't see it a lot anymore, like because I channel, I channel too, but it's auditory, and mm-hmm. I, they don't come through my body like, uh, like you would normally think yeah. that. So it's I don't see that that often, but I'm definitely getting that with you. Have you guys done talk? The pendulum. Oh. Yes, a little bit, a little bit. The art of universal. I didn't let it get fast enough for me because it felt so slow at first. Sure. I need to practice with it moving faster. That's why why you do the body thing because it is coming through your body. Yeah. I go, yeah. So I I will tell you, like, when I, when Meg found Mm -hmm. talk, you know Meg. Yes. She, um texted me on my birthday and she was like I just started doing this thing I think you would be a natural I mean it's not like Meg and I text very often it was just kind of like random and um I had just had a reading with um, a local medium that day and that's what I did for myself for my birthday Patty Ortil gave me oh yes a reading on my birthday it wasn't this um July but the previous and 
um, we were talking about Ricky and mm-hmm. how like Ricky three really just like blew her <laughs> open. And um, she was like, I feel like Reiki three is going to open you up, but I feel like there's something else too. And then I got that text from Meg and I was like, I'm just going to order it. So I ordered it, started doing it. And like, I get super clear messaging with talk and like from guides, every loved one that I know that has passed over has come through talk and like said stuff to me. Um, And I was doing it really consistently for a while. And then I kind of got to a point where I felt like I was being called to put it down. Mm -hmm. And like I needed to step away from it and I needed to like give myself that space to open up and just let things come through me. Yes. Um, (laughs) on my own right and it was like it's really easy to create a dependency on a tool especially if it feels thank you for saying that yes (laughs) we do that all the time yeah because ultimately you don't need the tool at the end you are the tool you are the tool tool. we are the oracles yes yes (laughs) guess what you just did you just named the podcast (gasps) yeah yeah everybody else (laughs) (laughs) you are the tool yeah wow yeah, okay. exactly. That for a minute. So yeah, so now, but I like. Oh, I mean, does everybody think that they're here to do something like important? Does everybody walk around believing well, that at some point? If they, if the they are, they are. What I've what I've learned and experienced and messages I've gotten is that this is a time of change that um, the world has not seen and stayed together, stayed present. And so this is the first time that we are going through this huge, tremendous change. Everybody on the planet is are really old souls, and um, some of the starseed energy and so forth that I mentioned are way more present now to support us in moving through these times. Um, but we're, we are, everybody here is here for a purpose, for a reason to get all of us through this big shift. And then when we move out of this third dimension energy, the earth will never go back to that. We will always be in a higher vibration from everything I feel, hear, see, and know, (laughs) which, you know, there could be some things that are a little bit different than what I get, but it's profound. Everybody really has their little piece of the puzzle here on earth as we come together and and it's all opening up people are talking about it. Like there's a conversation. It is. That's really, I mean, that's why we started this is so we could start talking about this, not like just openly. Like this is happening. Yes. Right. People are waking up from all different spaces, all different backgrounds. And if we are here, we are here for a very specific purpose. Otherwise we wouldn't be here because this is not, this is not kindergarten. Right. Like, this is this is PhD and, grad work here <laughs> that we're and, doing and, now. But everybody's piece is different yeah. and beautiful and just as important as everyone else's. Some people are just our space holders, but they're just as valuable 
as as everyone else. So my question was maybe a little bit more like, from your experience, do most people think to themselves, like, oh. I am here to no, you'll do, never like, there's it up something, here. or feel, feel, mm-hmm. yeah. there's something important for me to do, because I've always yeah. felt that way. Yes. Like, I've always, that was kind of going back to your question, mm-hmm. like, do you know that you're supposed to, like, <laughs> do this thing? I don't know exactly, but I... Like, I'm now finding myself in a space of flow. So, like, as things come in, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm just moving forward, right? Yes. And so, like, even the offerings um, of workshops that I have been sharing at the studio where I teach, um, it's just been, like, okay, this thought comes in. It's, like... People are curious about meditation, so let's do a workshop on meditation. And then, like, um, so strongly this whole embodiment thing is coming Mm -hmm. up um, for me. And it was really just, like, it's my own journey, right? And I'm just, like, learning as I go and then sharing with other people, you know? Integrating and sharing. Yeah. So what do you think of the word remembering as you go it's not necessarily new sure sure it's it clicks in you and you remember from your old soul for sure yeah yeah (laughs) energy and then you can share it yes and that's yeah yes that's what's happening I I posted this meme one time it was like um midlife dot, 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 let the unlearning begin. Yes. <laughs> right? So we're, you know, as you come into, like, yourself and in your alignment, you're really just stripping off the conditioning, right? Mm-hmm. Letting go of those, like, attachments and judgments and um, conditions that you've either put on yourself or you've felt from others and listening to like what is what is true for you and what is real for you like who am I really Uh, yes without (laughs) all of that stuff yeah yeah absolutely it's a remembering yeah yeah do you know what yours is or do you feel the pull or area or like who (coughs) who I am or what I'm the purpose the purpose um I'm definitely a teacher like that's a Mm-hmm. a big part of it. And I think part of that, like, um, I have no problem standing up in front of groups of people and like sharing and talking and leading. And so, um, like using that, um, gift and that like platform, um, to, to share, um, definitely, definitely a teacher. For sure. What's next yeah. for you? Um, well, what are you, what are you excited about right now? I'm actually super excited about the embodiment workshop that I'm leading this weekend, and you know the way that I've like um, planned all of these is a little um, probably 
unorthodox. (laughs) It won't be to you all, but it is to other people. Like, I don't sit down and like write out a plan of like, oh, I'm going to say this and this and this and this. And we're going to, there's like this long agenda with all these like points, right? We we tried that for a little while. I mean, I like, you know, I put it out there and then literally stuff just starts like coming in and it, it, it comes in in all different ways. It comes in through a book that I haven't picked up in six months and I open it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is perfect for the workshop. And then, um, you know, I read a post on Instagram or um, even just in my meditation or when I'm sitting in front of the red light, I've been doing red light therapy. And I will tell you, it's, it feels almost as strong to me as when I sun gaze because I love what, red light. What, what? Red light therapy. What's this? So it's like a, it's a panel that has red light um, and it, there's so many benefits of it, but um, like it just helps your body work better. And um, definitely check it out. The brand that I um, have is called My Atapa, but there's other ones out there. And I was doing this uh, fascia movement training, and the people who were leading it were really, really big on um, red light therapy. And so we talked about it a lot, and I started looking into it. And right now, I'm using it for... um, seasonal depression, right? To like kind of simulate, um, the like feeling of being in the sun and even getting that like light. Um, but it, it activates me Mm -hmm. in the same way that sun gazing does, because I'll go out in the morning and look at the sun. It's like, you look at it early in the day when it's not harmful yet, take it in through your eyes it helps your body be able to like absorb vitamin D and create, you know, vitamin D. And um, the sun is so powerful anyway, right? Like it's... It's really divine light. Yes. It's divine light coming into us with a lot of messages and energy and support and healing. Yes. 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 And like when I've been doing red light therapy... I'll do it in my meditation room before I meditate. And as I'm like taking it into my eyes, I actually have that same feeling. So like the way that my body moves in meditation, I don't have to be meditating. Like I just have to be in kind of a relaxed state. Like I can be standing outside sun gazing and my body will start to like move. Mm-hmm. I can sit in front of the red light, close my eyes, my body will start to move. I just think my meridians are like clear, 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 like it's just moving through, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. Um, I don't know. I would love for somebody to analyze that. Figure that out me. for us. Well, can I just, exactly can I just say happening. something? Yes. Sure. Understanding is highly overrated. <laughs> I get it. And just accepting what's going on and knowing that it's energy flowing through you and it's what works for your body and for your for sure for your intuition and your skill level it's a part of who you are yeah and if sometimes we just have to accept it as that divine logic thing 
<laughs> I will tell you, when it first started happening, I was like, this is freaking weird. Yes. yes. <laughs> you we know, like, did. my body's <laughs> just, like, <laughs> moving all over the place. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And, like, I tried different things. Like, I, um, I tried to, like harness the energy and almost pull it in I literally would feel sick after I meditated um and I would do that so now I just let it go I just let it move and Mm -hmm. I let it do what it needs to do I am getting after I said understanding is highly overrated I'm getting a little bit of a message that you were releasing for way 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 more than just yourself you are releasing for many many others as a part of what you do here on the earth. Mm. It's going to continue to grow. Yeah. But we had to let go of needing to wow. know before that could come through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been happening for a while, so I kind of let go of needing to know, but it's yes. more a curiosity <laughs> than anything yeah. else, right? Yeah. Just interesting. It is. Yeah. Funny. Fascinating conversation. Yeah. Right. Who we knew went, a little booty we would went. lead us all to this? <laughs> yeah. Just a little booty. Just a little booty. <laughs> a little booty. It's... Yeah. Well, I'm excited to like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try this out. So, how do people like get in touch? Or like, is this all over the country, world? Like, yeah. Just Google BUTI. Yeah, for sure. And I think like every instructor has their own style. So like, you've got to you know try it until you find mm -hmm. like. Find your um, Yeah, something that resonates with you and. Yeah. I think if more people could just move their bodies in ways that weren't Mm -hmm. so restrictive and we could start to find joy in movement again, that would be a really powerful, powerful thing. Well, if people don't hear anything else today except for that, that's really powerful right now. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's so true. And you're the one I resonate with here. Yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> good, good, good. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so yes. much for being yes. here. This was fabulous because I don't know how to explain it when people ask me what what's going on. And I love it that you're bringing it out to a larger audience and sharing it with the world because it is it's huge. Now you can just say, go listen to episode number 14. That's right. Yay. Yay. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much, Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions for Tracy or uh, Marilyn and I, just leave it in the comment below. And you guys just, uh, thanks for listening. Hope you learned something and have an amazing day. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.